0: Tell me to your bed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Erin Pym. Here at the podcast, I like to bring uh, guests and performers from my stage show Bedpost that I do here in Toronto into the studio. Today, I'm in my hot bedroom <laughs> I'm on, in the middle of a heat wave on Canada Day. <laughs> and I've brought a very special guest here with me today, comedic performer and producer Stephanie Malik. Hi. Oh hi. Welcome to my hot hot bedroom. Oh thank you. I love being in hot hot bedrooms. It's hot in here. Oh steamy. I um you're you're currently catching me at my weirdest because I've been I've had a fever and I've been in my apartment for like four days straight. Yeah. In the heat, just trying to stay cool. I feel okay right now.
1: We're getting weird today. It's gonna get fun and weird and sweaty. I'm already sweating.
0: <laughs> um, funny story. I I yes, I spent the last four days here in my apartment, um, just dying. But uh, last night I had an orgy planned, like a like a a play party planned, yeah. um, that I was. I was just determined to attend, despite me not feeling great. <laughs> Did you end up going? I went, ah. and it was so hot in that room. Oh. I I was the person that was just in the corner with ice packs, <gasps> ice packs oh. all over me. Does this sound like fun for you? I was... I had to go. Oh, no. <laughs> it was planned for so long, and I was looking forward to it so much, and also... It was a thing where I was bringing people. Mm-hmm. So I had to escort these people because it was their first time there. Yeah. And like I had to be there. And they're like, oh, you can And I, I let them know I was not feeling well. Yeah. So they're like, you can consent monitor. You can be like a, you know, like a backup mama bear or, yeah. or whatever. You know, like it's totally fine for you to not play and be in a corner and just have like Ace <laughs> on <laughs> you. So It's totally fine, um, but yeah, I, I was is very funny. I'm like, what is my life? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like the determination though, it's like I'm going to go.
0: I'm going to be there. I I wanted to. I felt like I yeah. I just I really look forward to them. And yeah. it's like I I I think I have a bit of that thing where I'm missing out. I feel like I'm missing out. Yeah, FOMO. Yeah, that thing. Do you yeah. have that
1: thing? Sometimes. It depends on what it is. I I used to have it a lot more, and then I got lazy. <laughs> <laughs> then I got old and lazy. Yeah, I got old and lazy, and I'm like, oh, I want to go, but also my house.
0: But also couch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I, I have
1: it sometimes. Like, I'll be sitting on the couch and be like, I'm happy to be here. I hope everyone's not having too much fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Though I'm pleased to be here yeah, still. I'm very happy with my choice. Nice, yeah. nice. <laughs> um, yeah, we're in a heat wave. It's Canada yeah. Day. I appreciate you coming, Steph. I know, I'm happy to be here. And, and we're. I'm glad I got you because usually you probably wouldn't be able to get in the studio and like other than today because it's a holiday. Yeah, so office hard. jobs for the loose. For the loose. No, mm, money's nice, but it's nice to be here. Yeah. (laughs) Um, speaking of jobs, you mentioned to me that you used to work in sex toy
1: retail. I did. Yeah. I worked for uh, a year and a half at the condom shack. Yeah. um, RIP condom shack. Yeah.
0: Uh, Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: They had a location at Young and Bloor and that's the one that I worked at primarily. Okay. Uh, And then that one closed down because it's all condos and retail now. Uh, so then I worked at the queen street store for a bit. Uh, it was a (laughs) time. I was, I think I was 19 or 20 at the time. Oh, so it was a while ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah. Um,
0: and it was a very fun, a very fun and weird place to work. How did you get that job or why were you interested in, what, what happened? How did uh, you do that? I was looking for a job out of high school
1: because um, I I went to George Brown College and I was trying to move out on my own after school. And so I uh, got a like an evening uh, weekend job uh, and I was just walking around passing out uh, resumes and then they called me and I was like... Is this a thing I can do? Yeah. How do uh, I feel about this? Yeah. Uh, and I was like, yeah, you know what? My whole philosophy in life is,
0: can I get a story out of this? Yeah. All right. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. I I'll, I'll think, try it. Yeah. I'll accumulate some, some good stuff. Yeah. yeah. So what, what kind of stuff did the condom shack sell?
1: Uh, so the condom shack is primarily a novelty store. So they sold a lot of like joke gifts, okay. like uh, bunnies with penises on them where they had a million of those, um, <laughs> so pink and weird. blue bunnies with penises. Um, they sold condoms and lube and toys and videos um, back when uh, porn DVDs were more of a thing yeah uh, probably not as big a thing now um, yeah it's mostly just uh, toys and not much apparel but um, yeah
0: yeah yeah so were you, did you do were you trained in the whole way of sex toys and stuff like that do you know a lot about could you could you feel like you could talk about sex toys to people and like tell them? The, the need-to-know stuff about sex toys? I think so. I
1: think that there's probably the technology has improved significantly since, <laughs> since the then? early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, not to age myself, uh, but I'm uh, older. I'm a seasoned woman. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I, I have a decent understanding about it um, and definitely learned a lot in the ways of approaching people uh, when working uh, sex uh, retail because... I know as myself, as a consumer, I, I'm one of those, like, please don't talk to me. Yes. <laughs> just, I'm, I'll ask you questions if I need to, but just like, yeah. don't talk to me.
0: Yeah. I see you there. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll get you yeah. if I need you.
1: Yeah. We're, we're good. We don't need to talk about this. Um, <laughs> so learning a lot about that and like trying to gauge people's uh, comfort level with being spoken to about these
0: things. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's yeah. not like working a normal retail job where no. you're like, Hey, can I help you with that blouse? It's yeah. like, no. Yeah, Do you want to try that on? Mm-hmm. You don't get a lot of that. No, you didn't. Don't, don't <laughs> want to try that on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't try that on. Yeah. But please the whole thing. Please don't. Don't test that here. Don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cannot do that. Stop oh, that, sir. Yeah. Please. No.
1: please. Don't. Oh God.
0: Um, were you like an open, a, a, a sexually open person, like before getting that job, or like were you kind of interested in sex toys or that kind of culture?
1: Uh, I think I, I wasn't super uh, open at that time. But then I think it was a good experience for me. It definitely made me a lot more open um, to talking about uh, sex and uh, pleasure and um, available resources for those things. Yeah. Um, and I definitely, at the time my sex life opened up a lot too, because I was like, look at all these fun things. Let's play yeah. with them. Yeah. Um, but no, I was pretty, pretty shy about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, like I was mentioning before we started recording, I had a little bit of a regression after working there. Cause then oh. I got shyer about it again. I was like, oh, no, I don't have to talk about this, so I just won't ever talk about it. Oh. Uh, so it was very interesting. Interesting. Uh, not that it just stopped, not that I stopped thinking about it, but I just, like, never really uh, spoke openly about uh, sex or sexual pleasure. So.
0: Interesting. Just because you didn't have to anymore? Where
1: you're like, woof,
0: thank God. <laughs> yeah, I think it was
1: partly that, and partly uh, my partners at the time. Um, mm. When I was working there, my partner was a lot more open and experimental, and then after that, my partner was a lot more uh, closed and didn't want to talk about it and had um, their own uh, journey with sex that uh, they weren't as open to experimentation, so I was just trying to like match the person of I was course. with. Of course.
0: Yes. That can, that can change things a lot oh, uh, yeah. as to like your own conversation with what's going on with sex and sexuality, what what's happening with your partner for sure. Yeah. And that can like affect things big time. Yeah, so. especially
1: if you have certain things that you know you like and they're not necessarily open to experimenting with them or don't really want to uh, delve into it, you're like cool, we just fine. Won't. We're fine. Great. I'll do it by myself. Yeah. How long are you up for? Great. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Great. 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 ETA. Okay. Good.
1: Can you just knock when
0: you come in and make some noise? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, please. I've been walked in way too many times. (laughs) Oh God. I used to get walked in on like so often. I think my issue, I used to need to watch pornography. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think I had a lot of issues with like, um, where the router was in my—this is dating me a bit—like uh, <laughs> in my apartment. So I think I, I, at certain times of my life, I needed to be in the living room. In the I needed to be in the main space to yeah. get internet on my laptop. You know. Yeah. So I needed to be, you know, right there. Yeah. Uh, you gotta be where you gotta be. <laughs> I had to be where. I
1: had yeah. To be. And then sometimes people come home and you're like, "Hi, hello, welcome well, home." I think- you want in? You want in on this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 n- no, okay.
0: no. Okay, no, no. Yeah, no.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fairly good at like keeping things very quiet, um, just cause I've lived in some really not soundproof places. Oh, like I've some gotten,
0: roommate yeah, situations? Some
1: roommates, some thin walls with neighbors. Um, so I've gotten very quiet about it. <laughs> about your masturbation yeah, yeah. ritual? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, headphones, but kind of off one ear so you can make sure you can still hear, but you're like,
0: you Oh know. wow. Yeah. Oh, Discretion. A- yeah.
1: Oh yeah. You gotta make sure you're respecting the people around you. Sometimes yeah. people are less open about it. So
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Um, the first time, uh, my partner, Matt saw me like, like just watched me masturbate, Mm -hmm. like with watching porn at the time I was watching porn and like using my vibrator and like him not touching me at all, him just watching me. He was like amazed at how quiet my orgasm was. Yeah, And I'm like... Oh yeah, I guess that is a lot different than yeah. how I would be with a partner.
1: Well, like, it's like laughing, like you're watching something funny. Uh, you're not. Good. You don't usually laugh uproariously when you're by yourself watching comedy. But then if someone's there, true, you're gonna laugh a lot louder. Like you join. You join in. You join. in. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a sharing. Experience.
0: Involve everyone. Yeah. yeah, we're connecting right yeah.
1: now. <laughs> oh, same thing. Like I'm very silent uh, if I'm by myself, but like I'm, I'm just like. Ugh.
0: Mm. Like, I like, like I stifle it. Yeah. Like, I like choke it. Like, yeah. I'm just like, mmm. Yay. It's <laughs> a quiet little, just a, mm. <laughs> Don't open your mouth. <laughs> just, just breathe it through yeah. it. This is for you. This yeah. is for me. I don't need to be vocal. And I feel like, oh, that's kind of a funny point. I feel like I don't, um, when I'm by myself like I don't kind of ride through that orgasm like I like if I'm using a toy which I do yeah I'll take the toy off immediately yeah when I feel like when like like so I don't have like a long big orgasm maybe that's part of it yeah that I have a smaller one because like I don't know why that's my pattern but like I take the toy off immediately oh, yeah. rather than like riding it out and trying to have a big orgasm or like Sometimes it's just Maybe a business. That's related. You're just like a
1: transaction. Yeah, you're like, I'm gonna get this done. I wanna feel this. I'm ready for this. I got some time. You know, I don't have to leave the house for another 15 minutes. Yeah. So boom, I'm good. I'll yeah. F- out the door.
0: Yeah. Although it's nice, like like Matt and I are poly people. So mm-hmm. it's nice that I sometimes do get the apartment to myself, which is nice. And I'm like, oh, I can masturbate like longer. Like yeah. I can actually make like a moment of this rather than like The quickie, like before bed or like the like I could do
1: You got some time. time. I got time. You could do whatever you want.
0: Watch my shows. Yeah. I can take a break, go back to it. Yeah. (laughs) That's a great idea. Yeah. I should make an entire night of it. Yeah.
1: Make a night for you
0: and just be like,
1: you know, I'm gonna have a good time.
0: have a good time right now. Yeah. So did you, so are you a toy user? Can I ask that? Uh, yeah. So, uh, sometimes and
1: sometimes not. Um, it kind of depends on the day. Yeah. I'm slowly. So you're pretty versatile. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Sometimes you want different things. Sometimes you're not in the mood uh, for vibration. Sometimes you're
0: like, Hey, my hand's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, I'm always in the mood for vibration. So so that doesn't identify with me. And I, I think I'm i've always in my life been like envious of that Mm -hmm. like i should be more versatile but it's like no i shouldn't be i can do my own thing yeah do whatever feels good yeah but that's great so sometimes you you're like a vibrator person sometimes not
1: yeah i I think part of that was because i had this vibrator not that long ago that kind of sucked (laughs) uh and it like it would get up to speed and then just drop out of nowhere and you're like fuck I can't depend on you, I, you know, you're not reliable, no. so I'm not going to spend my energy on you, yeah. uh, and at the time I didn't.
0: I don't so, want to get disappointed. Yeah, so so I'm just going to take I'll care just... of this myself. Yeah. It's like a bad ex, you're yeah. like,
1: I'm, I'm not going to wait around for you to work, uh, I'm just going to take care of myself. <laughs> I'm just going to do this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so at the Condom Shack, did you, get, you got, did you get a good staff discount to be able to... I don't buy remember. some toys. Uh I definitely
1: uh this is yeah, I the guy I won't listen to this. Uh for sure we had our own uh, quote unquote discount system. Oh um, we, yeah. We were not paid well and we were not treated well by management so we oh we yeah. made ourselves um happy happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gonna deal with the frustrations of the job
0: evened it out yeah Yeah. so
1: yeah we definitely i got to try a bunch of them and when i left that job uh as was customary for anyone who left that job take uh, a bunch of shit yeah i invited all of my friends over for a party and was like take whatever sex toys you want
0: you're welcome to
1: take anything and they were some of them were like expensive like the ones that had the the penetration plus the the stimulation Mm -hmm. like they were some fancy toys yeah
0: and i just it was like go to town uh, take whatever you want. That's a way to make friends. Yeah. That's a way to make good friends. Yeah, It was definitely a fun party to, uh, because everyone knew where I worked,
1: um, but to present that to everyone, they were like, wait, what? <gasps> wait, and this then, is... A... Yeah. Wait, you're doing what? Uh... Uh, and then just watching them play with them around each other, like in a non-sexual way. Right. Just like, like in their hands yeah, and, like testing out, you know. Yeah. At one, one point feels... someone laid down and they put one of the ones that had the rotating heads uh, <laughs> on their back <laughs> to like freak them out. It was a very fun, <laughs> it <was> a fun <laughs>
0: night. <laughs> It is fun to just play around with sex toys, like, like, like at a, I feel like that's kind of a bachelorette type thing to do, have somebody come in and bring a bunch of sex toys, like a professional, you know, to bring a bunch of sex toys, just to have the girls, like if they're not familiar with sex toys, it's fucking fun to have these things in your hands and you've not seen them before and like to actually see what they do and stuff and have somebody be like explaining it whatever oh yeah even at uh at your uh live show yeah uh, when you have uh
1: the toy experts who like will pass them around so people can yeah. feel them even with that i was like wow 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 wow,
0: <laughs> oh i need to save some money yeah i need <laughs> I, to purchases mm-hmm. to make mm-hmm. i got some yeah and i i was like uh when specifically when richard Coleman comes yeah. I, I was like richard you should be bringing like bring some toys like for purchase because like there are a lot of people like after you're talking about a specific toy or like I would like to buy that. Like yeah. where, where, how much is that? So many people raise their hand and say, how much is that? Yeah. I would have bought that like, at your, the yeah. one that he was at that I was, that I did. I
1: yeah. was like, I will buy this from you. Don't walk away from this suitcase because I'm going to steal it from you. <laughs> this is my
0: suitcase now. Do not get your eyes off that. Do yeah. Not look at another thing. Yeah. You have three like, women here who are going to steal it. <laughs> you're going to straight up take that. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, speaking of the Bedpost stage show, yeah. you most recently were featured at our Pride edition. Yay! Yay! Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> because how do you identify?
1: Uh, I identify as queer. As a queer um, person. It's a relatively new term for me. Um, is it? Yeah, my current partner was actually the one who introduced me to that term. Yeah. Uh, because I historically uh, refer to myself as bi. Yes, but I me never... too.
0: I always did say bi. Yeah, I didn't
1: love the term, mostly because I think it's, uh, got a lot of really negative associations, and people, people, and it's less now, but more so before. Um, There's a lot of stigma around bisexuality.
0: What do you uh, think? Like, like what in particular?
1: Uh, I think people uh, like to call it a phase. Mm. Uh, it's not real. You're selfish. Yeah. Uh, you just want to. You know, it, it was associated with promiscuity a lot, which. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was not a thing for me. I was mm. <laughs> I was definitely not prom- promiscuous. So uh, whenever people be like, oh, it just means you want to sleep with everyone. I'm like, I mean, no. You're that's, like, that's definitely not. not. <laughs> I mean, sure, I'd have more sex, but that's not what it is. Uh, so I, I always found trouble associating with that term. And then I heard about um, pansexual. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, that's more accurate but also reminds me of a forest creature. Like, Pens, yeah, pan, yeah <laughs> it, that's, that's, that's the <laughs> that's association in is. my brain. I'm like, I'm not a fantasy character. <laughs> um, so that when it was actually one of the first times, uh, I hung out with uh, my now partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking about, uh, queerness cause they identify as queer as well. And I was like, whoa, well, whoa, it like an, um, uh, an umbrella term and I don't have to be specific. I can just say queer. I can just say queer. And they're it, like, yeah. And I was like, fuck Wow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> My world has changed. (laughs) I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm more hip to the queer like identifying as queer now as well. I've always said bye, maybe just like that's what the words were that's what the labels were when i was coming out as bi like when i was figuring it that out for myself that was what was available to me exactly um and then i just kept using that until recently i'm like oh no i'm definitely i'm definitely pan like i'm so into a lot of trans folks and and every everything i'm yeah it's a, for It's me, not limited to uh, just male males and females for me at all.
1: Yeah, it's not gender-based for me. No. Uh, my attraction uh, has never been gender-based. Yeah. Um, you know, you like who you like. And it, yeah. However they identify, uh, it matters to me as much as it matters to the person I'm with. Yeah. Um, like, I, I don't care.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I
1: don't care. I, I don't care. I care as much as you care. If you care a lot, then I care a lot. Yeah. But other than that, yeah.
0: Yeah. I like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm less so as you're saying like not so much identifying with that term yeah. bi anymore.
1: And I think if if that's how people like identifying, power to them yeah. um it just never it never sat with me. Mm-hmm. It never felt like the right term for me.
0: So. Yeah. And there's also yeah, I I also fall with it because of like bi erasure.
1: Oh boy, yes. Yeah.
0: That's Especially with
1: males. Um Yeah, I've come out to a lot of partners and kind of explained to them um my queerness uh, and they just kind of were like all right. And then never spoke of it again. I was like, that That doesn't feel good. That doesn't feel good. Or even to friends. Like I, I use it in some of my standup now, um, where I came out to my friends and they forgot.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) they were like, some of them remembered. Obviously it's not a blanket statement across the board, but I remember coming out to (laughs) them years before I started, uh, dating a non-binary person and, uh, they were just like, wait, you're queer? And I was like,
0: yes, I told you. about this. <laughs> we have talked about this. You're I remember total. where we were. No. <sighs> yeah, for, and for me, like, I didn't even feel the need to come out. Mm. So right there, it's like, I'm not, that's not important enough to talk, to say to people. Yeah. Like, because it's not, yeah, it's. It definitely would pop up once in a while, like because it's not valid. It's not considered valid in a lot of cases because yeah. if you are. So I'm with like, a I'm person, not going to say that because it's like not
1: valid. Yeah.
0: So I don't need to come out. Yeah, I'm only I'm with
1: you, so therefore I guess that part of me doesn't exist while I'm with you. Um, but that is never the case. Uh, you are who you are.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so it was definitely very interesting um, coming out of a relationship with a man uh, and really starting to uh, strongly identify with my queerness. Um, uh, and part of it was, uh, with my partner, uh, just finally getting to,
0: uh, really have a dialogue about it. Yeah, like talk really, yeah. Talk really-,
1: really openly and candidly about it. Uh, and now I like, I feel the most myself that I've ever felt. Cause I'm like, yeah, obviously. And when I, I guess, re-came out to my friends, they were all like, yeah, you're so gay. Like we've <laughs> known how gay you are. I'm like, but you forgot that I told you. Yeah. It's so confusing. But
0: also gay, not, yeah. not quite, like, queer. Yeah, I, think queer. It, yeah, I yeah. think
1: queer is still working its way into uh, everyone's vocabulary. I don't think a lot of people, because it was also used for a long time depending on who you're talking to as a slur. For sure. Uh, and a lot of uh, older uh, gay people, I don't want to say queer because it might not like it, um, they, they don't love the term. Mm-hmm. So it's just about, yeah, terminology is so interesting. Yeah. I, I find it fascinating.
0: Yeah, queer is like something that a lot of young people are now using. Yeah. Like a lot of yeah, 20-somethings, I feel like, are all using the term queer,
1: yeah, and it's great. I think it's a beautiful yeah. term, because um, even within um, queerness, there's such a spectrum, and it's Huge. nice to not have to uh, lock yourself to any one definition of what that means, because yes. it's fluid. Uh, sexuality is, is quite fluid.
0: And that was the kind of issue I always had with bi as well, is yeah. because I do feel a lot more fluid than bi- bisexuality dictates yeah and yeah and and depending on you know who your partner is in the time and not not that that changes your your sexuality like your how you identify Mm -hmm. but just that it's it's much more fluid than that
1: yeah and it can change your relationship with your sexuality a little bit at that time but it doesn't change your sexuality at all um which is it's yeah, I
0: remember when. Yeah, I was you can 16. be you can be a queer person and be a female with a man. Yeah, for you, sure. I, yeah, there are lots of them. There are lots of us. Tons. I, I was that for a long time. I am that. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who you're
1: with doesn't dictate who you are.
0: Yeah thank oh. you yeah nicely said yeah put that on a t-shirt <laughs> yeah let's get that little that got uh, that sound bite right before yeah. the break um, we're going to take a little bit of a break on uh, which I'm going to put some nice little fan dangled commercials about our lovely sponsors um, and then we'll be right back with comedic performer and producer Steph Malik.
1: Yay! hooray
0: let's get out of this hot room Hi, everyone. I want to tell you a little bit about our sponsors for this episode. Our first sponsor is Oasis Aqua Lounge, a sex club located right here in Toronto at 231 Mutual Street. It is a body-positive environment, and they are shame and judgment-free when it comes to pleasure and play. They're an inclusive and diverse venue, welcoming of all sexual orientations and gender identities. It's also a community hub for all sex-positive folks, educators, entertainments, and businesses. So thank you so much to Oasis Aqua Lounge for sp- sponsoring this episode our second sponsor is come as you are Come As You Are is an amazing sex shop that is founded here in Toronto, and it is located at ComeAsYouAre.com. Come As You Are is a trans-owned, trans-operated, feminist, anti-capitalist sex shop that wants to give you the best products at the lowest price possible. And they're going to prove that to you by offering a 15% discount when you check out at ComeAsYouAre.com using the coupon code BEDPOST. That's B-E-D-P-O-S-T when you visit ComeAsYouAre.com. And our third sponsor for this episode is Unicorn Collaborators. Unicorn Collaborators is a business that has been running here in Toronto for about five years by two queer unicorns. They mostly make leather goods and they make everything from collars to cuffs to thigh harnesses to boot harnesses to the regular pelvis strap on harnesses that you've come to know and love. Unicorn Collaborators is a body positive brand which means that they make products for all body types and if they don't have something in your size, they're happy to make a custom piece just for you. Give them an email at unicorncollaborators at gmail.com, follow them on social media or DM them for inquiries. And our last sponsor for today's episode is Provocateur Images, the boudoir photography studio. When you check out at provocateurimages.ca, make sure you put in the coupon code bedpost because that will entitle you to a 10% discount. And you know, 10% sounds okay, but let me put it to you this way. Depending on what package you choose, you'll get between $65 and $250 off your boudoir photography experience. If you want to see Trevor's portfolio, follow him on Instagram at provocateur underscore images, or of course go on over to provocateurimages.ca Hello everyone, we're back with comedic performer and producer Steph Malik. It's me! Hello, it's you! Hi. And it's me. We're, Hi. Back. Hi. we're back. We're back in the back. room. We're back in the hot room. Uh we had a breezy break, and here we are. Yeah, <laughs> I thought maybe we'd start the second half with talking about your, your queer story um, perhaps how you started to realize that you didn't fit in this binary
1: Yeah, absolutely yeah. Um, So I uh, I started realizing that I was not straight uh, when I was in high school <laughs> mm-hmm. um, The movie Titanic was a real moment for me Oh really? Uh, yes, Kate Winslet in that movie Uh, Brought out such feelings in me, and like all of my classmates had like Leonardo DiCaprio on everything, and I was like, I decked my agenda out in all pictures of Kate Winslet, um, and was very open about it. Like I, I had was very lucky that I had very accepting friends Mm -hmm. um, who didn't care and were also uh, on the queer uh, spectrum. Nice. Um, So I just came out. I was like, Yeah, I like her. I'm into it. And they're like, Sweet. That's fine. Uh, so we were, we were in our high school always kind of the, the outcasts. Uh, there was rumors going around our high school that we were all lesbians and we had orgies on the weekend. We were not that interesting. <laughs> we, we did not. Um, sometimes we made out just to be like, cool. We're not kissing anyone
0: else. So I guess we'll make out with each other, um, which was great time. Great practice. Yeah. Um, this, this is really funny. Cause I, I was for sure called a dyke all through. I, even while dating men, like long-term yeah. relationship, monogamously dating men, I was called a dyke just yeah. cause like I was not, I was, I think I was obviously not straight.
1: Yeah, I think I definitely got teased a lot. I remember even in before I kind of realized what was going on, like in elementary school, being in the change rooms and kind of looking around at girls being like, "Don't look at me, you dyke," and I was like, "Oh." oh. So I got really, uh, and it's that's really affected a lot of my like relationships with my female friends because uh, mm. uh, because I didn't want to be perceived as predatory in any way, shape, or form. I'm actually not very physically affectionate with my female friends, Interesting. Uh, and I'm trying to like teach myself uh, to become better at like. Uh, touching, uh, and like hugging and like, yeah, like you know, pla- lots
0: of platonic love, platonic, platonic, like, touch. cuddling yeah. and like,
1: um, it was a thing that really I shut down hard because it was like, I don't want anyone to think that i I mean anything about it. Oh, like I wow. just, I don't, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just want to be your friend. I'm not hitting on you. Um, oh, wow. yeah. So it was, so you had to break that habit Yeah. trying to break that, habit. trying to break that habit. I'm still not quite there yet, but, uh, that I, had been teased about that growing up a lot. I also played a lot of sports uh, in a classic uh, queer female, I play softball and have since I was in grade five. Yeah. Um, so that didn't help me.
0: <laughs> that didn't
1: help. That didn't help. Everyone's like, yeah, but you're for sure a lesbian. I'm like, I'm not a lesbian, though. Uh, for sure not a lesbian. I will date men. But for sure not straight. Yeah, for sure not straight. <laughs> not quite there. Um, so there's something there. Yeah. yeah they something something. to it. Yeah, they saw, the they, they saw a thing that I didn't quite realize yet. Um, yeah, so I spent... Uh, you know, I dated men in high school, and yeah. um, I should say boys. They were not men. Yeah. <laughs> I dated boys in high school and in my 20s. Um, <laughs> and 30s, yeah. and th- th- 30s. Uh-oh. Boys. Oh Turn this off, oh. exes. <laughs> Please turn this off. Um, yeah, and then I and I kind of touched on it briefly at at the live show, I was on a Sailor Moon chat room, which is funny because Erin is wearing a Sailor Moon shirt and I have Sailor Moon tattoos. Uh, Her shirt is of my tattoo, uh, which is great. Uh, I feel very seen here. (laughs) Very valid. Uh, Yeah, very validated. Um, And so I was on this chat room and there was this girl who lived in Calgary uh, and she and I started talking and flirting, and uh, which was lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a, a nice time flirting. I decided, and I don't know where I got the money for this because I couldn't do this now, and I have a full time job. I flew to Calgary to see her to meet her. Um, where? Why did this, my dad let me do this? Yeah, the Sailor
0: Moon pen pals <laughs> essentially. pen pal. um,
1: I love so it. Weird. It's so weird. I've met awesome. a lot of them. I traveled to meet people from this chat room. How I didn't get murdered is beyond me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I went to Calgary to meet uh, this, this person, and we um, had a nice time. We fooled around a bit and realized that, like, eh, this is, no, we're yeah. not into this. Um, just not into her. Not into her. Yeah, it just didn't click in person, yeah. um, which was fine, and I don't think I was particularly heartbroken about it, but it was kind of my first uh, real queer uh,
0: experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but time. but were you like oh was something right about it like yeah oh for sure but yeah. just not that person I just wasn't not her. I wasn't uh, emotionally
1: attracted to that person yeah uh, which is a big part of it for me I have to be emotionally attracted to a person um, mm-hmm. to be able to be with them uh, so that didn't work out uh, I ended up uh, fooling around with her friend uh, who if you ever see me do stand up live you'll hear all about that story <laughs> he's a boy uh, he's a boy <laughs> uh, he, it's a it's a time um, <laughs> he's also a Blogger? He's also, yeah, he's an active live journaler. Uh, He was an active live journaler, uh, and he has a lot of feelings about me. Uh, (laughs) Some good, some bad. Uh, Check me out live sometime. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so uh, ended up uh, having that, and then into a series of relationships with men. Um, where yeah, you're
0: saying you're a serial monogamist. Uh, to Yes, me on I the have break.
1: been a serial monogamist. Yeah. Um, not single for long periods in between relationships. I but, have that history too. Yeah, yeah, and it's not even for lack of being able to. It's just I. I feel like I'm my best self in relationships. I love being in relationships. Me too. Um, any love of my love to being in, love to love. I love to love. I am a big lover. Uh, I I love uh, fast and hard. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I'm very open with my heart, and I will uh, Aww. share it willingly, Aww. uh, freak some people out, but yeah. Come on a little strong. I come on strong. Uh, but boy, am I loyal. Um, I will cook you breakfast for sure. Um, yeah. So I dated a series of men over the years and, uh, kind of, uh, the sexual aspect of it was always, uh, you know, sometimes it was fine, but for the most part, like when I, uh, I definitely was into uh, queer porn mm-hmm. uh, more than anything okay. else. Like that was, and like, I would visualize, uh, being, uh, with a woman or a person, uh, with female genitalia. Yeah. And I was, uh, just, uh, that was always present. That was the thing that kind of worked for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, just, just while well masturbating or with yeah, your male while partners? Masturbating. Um, while masturbating. Yeah.
1: My, my male partners, we had, uh, it was just the two of us. We never experimented outside of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but mentally I was always like, Oh, this is the thing that turned like it works for me. Yeah. Um, and just kind of in relationship being like, I guess I'll never get to do this. I'll never get to sleep with a woman again. Oh,
0: so, how sad. Uh,
1: yeah. It felt really sad. And I was like, it's fine. I'll just think about it a lot. Uh,
0: yep. and
1: then, uh, I met my current, uh, partner. partner. Yeah. So I was in a relationship. Um, that relationship was not going super well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I met my current partner, uh, while we were, uh, working on a project together and it was like a ton of bricks. I was like, I remember precisely the moment where I was like, ah, this person is, uh, they walked into bad dog theater and I locked eyes with them and it was just like, Oh no. uh Oh, uh Oh, Oh, this is something crap. This um, is something good. Yeah. And then something's we, happening. Something's happening. And then we were dancing and I remember seeing like a drop of sweat down the back of their neck and my oh. whole body flushed immediately. Like I turned red and I was like, uh, so turned on. I was just like, Oh my God. Holy crap. What do I do?
0: Um, so yeah, that and was, you and you hadn't been with anyone other than a man since this since Sailor Moon like, pen
1: Yeah, since I was <laughs> nineteen twenty, so that was a long time. So of, it had
0: been a long time. Yeah. So what what was going through your your brain? I was just um, yeah. I was definitely. Uh, the journey
1: itself has been a little confusing because uh, you kind of park uh, sometimes... Well, at least for me, compartmentalized. I park that, Yeah, I compartmentalized it. I was like, I'm in a heteronormative relationship, so therefore that is what I am here. I always knew that that was there, and especially sexually, I was uh, much less turned on by men and much more turned on by women. Yeah. Um, so having that kind of ignite, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, I can actually do this. Oh, right. <gasps> yeah. And then the more time I spent with them, the more I was like, oh, yeah this person, uh, my partner identifies as non-binary, but I was like, I was, it was, yes, I I just started researching and tried to understand, um, gender, uh, you know, the, the spectrum of gender and like got really invested in trying to educate myself. And, um, yeah. And I was just so into this person and it, you know, that, that fun part where you're like standing next to a person, you're like, I can't touch you, but everything's on fire. Oh God. Um, (laughs) And then just uh, the fact that I could talk to this person about queerness and uh, they identify as queer and being able to have those conversations and That's kind of huge. starting to understand things that I didn't
0: fully understand because I hadn't, you know, I wasn't connected to the queer community at all. And you hadn't explored it no. within yourself. Like you, you had sh- as you were saying, you kind of shut down that kind of part of yourself.
1: Yeah. And in high school, a lot of my friends were queer. Um, and so we were a lot more open about it. But as I progressed through these uh, heteronormative relationships, it kind of, uh, I shut it down. I didn't really, uh, <laughs> I didn't really identify with it much, um, other than knowing that I was. Uh, so yeah, getting to talk about it and explore it and realizing like, uh, the more we talked about it and, um, you know, we ended up sleeping together and I was like, why did I have sex with men? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, why, why did I, I ever... was not,
1: yeah. Uh, a person with vagina has access to penises you don't need to have a biological one yeah a factory like, installed one yeah it's like oh n- well i guess i don't need to sleep with men anymore um <laughs> and yeah just kind of realizing um sexually I, just all over how much more queer than i i thought i was like yeah. I, i'm much more queer than i thought i was yeah. um which has been a really cool discovery but also very interesting because i think the thing that I'm learning is queerness is not just a sexual identity, but it's um, it's a personal identity. It's it comes with politics and with um, so societal uh, pressures and expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time someone uh, in public reacted to me kissing my partner, I was just like, I was shocked because to me that I never would have thought of that. But obviously, people who have lived uh, outwardly queer lives, that's something that they deal with regularly. And yes. I, uh, you know, I passes I bypasses heterosexual, so no one would ever. I'd never experienced that. We traveled to the U S together and going into a store and realizing like, I don't think it's safe for me to touch my partner affectionately right now. Uh, And I'd never experienced that before. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, looking around and making sure that they were safe because they do present a lot more queer than I do, Mm -hmm. um, has been a very interesting journey uh, (laughs) with regards to my queerness. Mm -hmm. Um, And pride month was really interesting for me uh, this year because it was my first pride month uh, being fully out. Mm -hmm. Uh, So when I started to see my partner, um, seriously, I came out to everyone. Uh, I was very vocal about it on Facebook and uh, shows. I, you know, I was like, I'm super proud to be with this person. I'm super proud of my queerness. Uh, here, here, everyone, this is, this is me. I'm finally me. Yeah. I don't care what Sony. you think. Uh, I mean, I care what everyone <laughs> thinks. A <That's just> <laughs> facet <laughs> of my personality, but, um, and it was interesting cause, um, I'd been posting it on Facebook, but I hadn't actually talked to my dad about it. Yeah, uh, and I did. Um, queer and Present Danger has an up-and-comers uh, show where they uh, have new, uh, up-and-coming uh, queer stand-up performers, and I'd never done stand-up, so I wrote a routine, um, and in it I talked about my journey and coming out. Uh, and my dad came. Wow. Uh, and uh, my partner was actually up after me, so that was their set it has a lot to do with sex, which is also <laughs> very interesting because by that point my dad knew that I was seeing them. Um, and then we didn't really talk about it. My dad and I, we don't talk in depth about things. Uh, and so we were uh, a month later I was on the phone with him. He called us to check in and he's like, I have a question for you. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Uh, shoot. He's like, Did I miss an important conversation when you were a teenager? <laughs> and I
0: was like, Is there what? Something
1: we need to talk about. Yeah, he's like, he was concerned that he had like, maybe I told him if he had been drinking and we had this conversation and he didn't remember, or he just like had, didn't remember. Did we, did we talk about this? <laughs> did we talk about how we are queer? Um, because you like, obviously are. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no, dad, no, I never, oh, I didn't that's... tell you. I didn't come out to you. Like I did it to my friends. I didn't think, I figured if there was ever an instance where it was, uh, you were going to meet a partner, then I would talk to you about it. But, um, cause earlier, uh, I guess when I first started seeing my partner, uh, we had a phone conversation. Uh, and I was talking about how I was starting to see someone mm-hmm. and he's like, well, does he, I assume it's a he. And I was like, nope. And he's like, okay, well, do they know where you're at? Cause I just ended a relationship. And I was like, yes, they do. And he's like, okay, and that was it. That was my coming out to my dad.
0: <laughs> so really, I assume it's a he. Yeah. No, nope. nope. that's, that's, okay. that's a great coming out story. <laughs> yeah. it's like, nope. Not a
1: he. Yeah. So that's how I came out to my father. Um, but yeah, Pride Month, uh, was very interesting for me because, um, I, I know I do present, uh, I, I don't present queer, the, like, I, I pass, quote unquote. Right. I'm doing little quotes with my fingers. Right. Um, and Pride, I had been asked to do a lot of Pride shows, which was lovely, and it's, it's lovely to be accepted by the queer comedy community, uh, and be seen by them and be, accepted, but, uh, I was worried that I wasn't queer enough.
0: Yes. I've, I've been there. Yeah, Yeah, that's real. And is this
1: fair for me to take up this space? You know, I'm only currently for the first time living an actively queer life and being public about my queerness. Therefore, do I deserve this space when there are so many other people, um, who have far more experiences um, that should they have this space? Am I allowed to be here? Yeah. Um, and I, I struggled a lot with it through the month and had a lot of conversations with people, yeah. um, with other queer people, with other queer people, with my partner and just being like, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to be here. Uh, do I have to make sure that everything I say is super queer so that I feel like I'm extra queer? Yeah. Like, extra do I have queer? to, yeah.
0: Like parrot, like, like, um, peacock it yeah. like,
1: like, well, and it came out really, I went to hot topic. They had a, a little rack of uh, like their queer section. Uh, and I bought a pink pink triangle T shirt. Yeah. So I was like, Do I have to? I was like, I want to dress queer. Is this so what like, I need to do? Yeah. Do I have to? Is this right? Does this, this, is, this feel? Yeah. I'm like, am I allowed to wear this? Should I wear this? Is this too much? Am I being too too queer? <laughs> Should I do more? Am I left? <laughs> do I have to paint rainbows on me? I don't know. What am I supposed to do? What do I do here? Uh, so that was. I, I really struggled with it. Yeah. it was like, Do I have enough queer clothing uh, to be in queer? Do self? I look queer enough? Yeah. yeah. Do I look queer do enough? I look queer enough. Yeah. Um, am I allowed to be queer here? I don't know. Um, so that, uh, I, I, did all the shows and it felt great to do the shows. Uh, and you know, there was the proud and funny festival was its first year this year at bad dog theater. And that was lovely to be a part of. And mm-hmm. obviously your pride, uh, show I did, um, at glad day, I did a stand up night. Uh, and it was, it was lovely to be asked to do these things. And I think ultimately, uh, if you're queer, you're queer and you don't have to prove anything. Um, mm-hmm. you don't have to prove to people you're queer. You can just be yourself. Queer. Um, it's a lesson I I externally learned. I'm not sure I fully internalized it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, during Pride Weekend, I didn't do a lot during Pride Weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice to go. It was the first Pride I'd been to in about 16 years. Wow. Um, yeah. What'd you think? Uh, I only went on the Friday. Mm-hmm. It was a lot.
0: It, it was, was chaotic.
1: It was chaotic. It Busy. was. Uh, I went for the trans march to support great. my partner, great, uh, and their friend, uh, which that felt lovely to be a part of. And great. seeing... You know, it wasn't a huge turnout on the sidelines for it, but the people who did turn out, like some of them made homemade signs and just like, we see you, you you know, we love you. And that was wonderful to get to be a part of and to be there as a support. Um, and then went uh, dancing, which was fun. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know, saw the Mercedes-Benz outdoor stage, which was weird. <laughs> it was a weird thing to see. <laughs> um, Why? Yeah. Why was it? I weird? don't know. It's just weird that like, I don't know how many queer people are buying Mercedes-Benz. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the um, branding that's the issue. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's,
1: it's weird uh, yeah. that, I mean, I guess some of them are.
0: There's a lot of corporate weirdness yeah. with pride. Yeah, yeah. so uh,
1: since I stopped working at the Condom Shack, that was my last pride that I went to because we were at Young and Bloor ah, during yes. pride. Oh, so it yes, was definitely. a
0: nightmare. Yeah. It
1: was very scary. Luckily, we could watch it from the roof. So yeah, when...
0: that's what we do at our sex shop. Yeah, yeah I had a terrible migraine, so I Ugh. couldn't do it this year. Yeah. Ugh, I and bet. it was gross out. Yeah, and yeah, I was not even close. I was like, no, I'm yeah. sorry. I have to call in sick to the Pride Parade, unfortunately. Yeah. Which hurt me. But... Yeah,
1: it's a fun day to work. Like, I was working in the store that day, and then when I was done, I went upstairs. But it was a fun day. The people were backed up to our door, though. Like, yes. It was so hard for people to get in and out of the store. Yeah,
0: it wasn't. Uh, you, yeah, to uh, be open at that time was just. Yeah. I mean,
1: you sell a lot of condoms. Yes. You sell a lot of condoms. <laughs> and good. That's providing yeah.
0: a great service. Yes. Please yes. buy condoms Yes. During everybody. Pride. Yes.
1: Be safe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, that's sort of been my journey um, through my queerness. Uh, one thing that was really interesting, actually, is, and it was um, you did the Kiss and Tell show. Yes. Um, and you were talking about a list. Yeah. And like the yes, no, maybe list yeah, um, yeah. of sexual activities. And that was a thing that early on in my uh, relationship, right after that podcast, we went and tried that really, uh, to open up conversation about uh, sex inside of our relationship. Cause I had always, uh, in my, uh, relationships had a lot of trouble with sex. It, it wasn't a thing we talked about a lot. And so, um, at the end of them, it didn't really happen. Right. And it was, uh, the sexual relationships ended up being not fulfilling because we weren't open about them. Yeah. So right off the bat, uh, in this space, we we're like, we're going to talk about this stuff. We want to have a fulfilling sex life. And we went through that list and it was amazing. And it opened up such amazing conversation for us in terms of identifying what we liked and what each other liked and how to like fulfill that and what we want to try with each other. And then a few months later when we were a lot closer and our relationship was stronger, we tried it again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's great to recheck in yeah. about everything. Yes. And that got super
1: exciting. And like it it opened up such trust uh, and uh, yeah, it solidified our relationship a lot, having these conversations. And and then our sex life got uh, just the best, (laughs) the best. Uh, This is for sure the best sex I've ever had in my life Uh, because we, we know what each other wants and needs and, uh, and what, what fulfills uh, us sexually. And it's, Great. (laughs) I highly recommend it. You've talked about about it it (laughs) in the past, but, like, find these lists. Yeah. Like, these yes, no, maybe um, lists, because they're Oh boy, your sex life is gonna get amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so
0: what we're talking about is like just a bunch of different like sexual acts. Yeah. Like like fisting, like dirty talk, yeah. like role play, like spanking, flogging, yeah. like really detailed though, yeah. like um and everything from like different types of bondage to choking to like pee play to yeah. like like everything. Yeah. Absolutely everything. Like you can get a list of hundreds of different oh, things if you want. So many to. things I did not know were things. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
1: And it was great because it helped us to identify uh, the things that we we were surprisingly sexually compatible. There are things that we were both like, no, not, nope, not yeah. interested. Yeah. And other things we were like, wait, you're that
0: you're, you're into curious that too? about that too, or okay, that too? yeah, all right, fucking let's, gangbusters, let's do it. Yeah, because there's there's things that you don't even think about necessarily yeah until you see it there right in front of you on the list yeah and then it's like oh hey yeah i have always been curious about that and just kind of never really kind of forgotten about it and never really experimented with it it's like you you're into that or curious about it as well yeah oh well fuck let's yeah let's try it a couple hours you got go. what are you doing later (laughs) you got plans tonight cancel them we're busy (laughs)
1: Totally. Yeah. Oh. So, yes. So thank you. Oh, <laughs> that's, you're talking about that's that. amazing. During your actual conversation, we kind of looked at each other and we're like, "Uh,
0: yep. Let's <laughs> let's do that." That sounds like a great thing to do. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny because I think. I oh yeah, because that I was talking about my I was doing a storytelling set about my first BDSM scene. Yeah. Like my first actual full scene yeah. top to tail scene. Not just like the first time I did a bit of spanking one time. Like the first time that I, I showed up to a person that was gonna do a full like two hour long scene. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So in order to do that, it's like so much discussion has to go into has to go into it. Like to make sure you're getting
1: what you want out of it and that you're fulfilled and that it's safe. Yes. Um,
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that and that yeah, you're doing everything that you want to be doing and you're not doing anything that you don't want to be doing. So you have to get like excessively explicit with Mm. like all the things. So like there's a gazillion questions to ask. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 One of the things that was so interesting about it is, uh, it said at the beginning, like not recommended to use this as foreplay as you could get into some big discussions about this. (laughs) And we did get into a lot of big discussions, but I'm going to tell you, it's also kind of hot. It's also
0: really hot. I Uh use, see, I see totally like, like a lot of people kind of in the kink world, um, love, like some, some people it's kind of clinical and, and whatever, as, mm-hmm. as we're saying, like, um, just like filling out a form essentially. Yeah. But like for some people, for a lot of kinksters, uh, it's foreplay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're getting into detailed discussions about things that you want. That to you enjoy. And
0: that get, yeah, that get you off and you're excited about. And yeah. So- so if you're, like, writing a, an in-depth email about, like, the things that get you off, I'm sorry. To me, that's super hot. Yeah. Yeah, because you're thinking about it, and you're like, wait, I might actually get to do these things? What? All right. all
1: right. Cancel yeah. all the plans. Cancel everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're busy for a couple days
0: we're getting into a real frenzy here
1: <laughs> real
0: frenzy yeah, yeah real bdsm yeah. frenzy yeah. let's call off work for the next week yes oh my god though i've recently oh i had such a big disappointment because i've i think i've gotten fairly lucky with like my partners mm-hmm. um with um just having people being really good listeners and and really good uh Communicators and and just people that pay attention and read yeah. like are have a really good reading um, of me like of body language and yeah. like stuff like that in the moment because mm-hmm. oh boy I had a huge disappointment uh, I had like we're saying so much dialogue beforehand so 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 much dialogue and then got there and you know I'm expecting to have my usual fantastic time yeah because we've talked about all these things. It was like that person lost the, that wasn't even their phone I was texting. Oh. Like, it was like they, they, like, they told their friend to, to, to like, get on the phone and text me back. For the, all those days oh, of no. negotiation. And I was, and, and, like, not reading me in the moment either. Like, this was, okay, this was the worst sex I've had in a long time. No. And nothing, like, not consent to you or anything happened, but it was just not pleasurable. Yeah. <laughs> it was not what you wanted. It was not what I wanted. Like, at no time did I talk about, like, I'm not really into, like, finger banging. Like, uh, for instance, yeah. like, n- at no time did I talk about finger banging. That was, like, the only thing they wanted to uh. do. And also it was really pokey finger banging. And, like, uh. their other fingers were just still, like, extended and yeah. jabbing me. Like, like externally, I was, like, in so much
1: oh no (laughs) just because it's other
0: pain yeah it was tore up for like all the wrong reasons like nails and like bad angles and like I'm like what is going on and then like at one point um like because I talked about a lot of anal play I love anal play Mm -hmm. if I have a vibrator on me like that is the thing for me um and and the only thing they Did was like they're like oh do you like rimming can I rim you I'm like sure yes definitely I would love that but they were intent on still pokey finger banging me while rimming me I'm like I can't even enjoy this rimming right now
1: there's too many things poking
0: I can't and then like multiple times I was like trying to be like let me get my vibrator let me get because as I mentioned I'm a vibrator person and they just they were like kept kind of blocking like vibrator blocking me like oh let me do this thing real quick let me oh let's do this first and then it just would never happen like so i couldn't like go because it was in the next room was the thing so like couldn't get the vibrator terrible read on like what was pleasurable to me
1: I feel like most people, like, I don't think people are hard to read in that sense. Like,
0: you I, and just, I had this conversation with other partners. I'm like, am I a hard read? Am I that hard of a read? And yeah. they're like, no, you're not. You're not. If you're paying attention at all, yeah. then no, you're not. And I'm like, thank you. Because I felt, here's the thing. I felt like I, like it was my fault. Isn't that oh, terrible?
1: No.
0: Oh, Because I, did, I felt like I didn't communicate enough. Like I didn't like, yeah, I was giving nothing, and that's why, or I was miscommunicating uh, how I was receiving it. No, Um, and I felt so mad. My 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 feeling was I was angry after. I'm like, how did I let that happen? How did I let bad sex happen? Like, well,
1: because sometimes also ah, you're in the
0: moment, you're like, I can't believe this. Is this really happening? Yeah, and I'm like. Oh, maybe it'll be over soon. Maybe it'll get pleasurable. Yeah. Like maybe if I, okay, if I stick this part out, maybe it'll turn into something yeah. pleasurable. If I like, you know, try to angle or I try to move him or, or try to, you know, yeah. give yeah. some signals. Like, yeah. And the thing was like, no, at, at any point did I not say, okay, let's stop with that and do this other thing. Yeah. At no point was I like, okay, not digging that. But like I redirected so many times, I was like, "Okay, how about how about you? How about you fuck me? Like, how about yeah? Like, do you have a condom? Like, I asked for a condom like three different times. Yeah, so he could just fuck me. Yeah, I was like, let's just do that. This finger thing is yeah, it's not working. Terrible. Yeah. This is the worst. So like I did try to redirect, but at no point I was like, hey, not digging that part.
1: Yeah, it's also hard. I think you mentioned previously, at least in the the storytelling, that you're a sub. Yes. And I think as at least for me as a sub, uh, I've always like, well, you're, you know what you're doing. And part of that is like, I want to please you. And if it's pleasing you, okay, like
0: I'll be into it. But then there's some lines where you're like, no. Okay. No though. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and not that it was like a scene, like a BDSM scene where I didn't feel like I could break my subby role to say, Hey, like, not that it wasn't anything like that, but yeah i I want to feel subby, yeah even just with like kind of vanilla ish sex yeah I want you to just do things to me yeah. and that kind of well, doesn't help communication like yeah because I don't feel like I want to be like, hey no, hey how about how about like I don't hey. want to direct the whole thing yeah, exactly because I like to feel subby yeah, but it's hard with a new partner because they don't know what you know yeah. they don't know all the things to do they're not mind readers. Except like the
1: last person liked so many fingers
0: uh, but, poking around that stuff we communicated so yeah, much beforehand no we had such an elaborate negotiation and none of it happened
1: Ugh. none
0: of the things I said I liked happened
1: people listen, listen to your partners please, Ugh. they know what they like and if if you want to be a good partner you want them to like it <laughs> you should want them to like it <laughs> that is way sexier for me. Is like, is the other person having fun? Yeah, that's the sexiest.
0: Yeah, like the only thing that actually was pleasurable in that moment was me getting that person off. Because I love that, and yeah. it's great to ha- see another person yeah. having pleasure yeah, and receiving fun. pleasure. It's fun, right? Yeah. And yeah. like that part was good. That yeah. was it. None of the things they did. With me. Oh man! Also nails. No, and
1: if you're sleeping with the, uh, a person with female genitalia, thank you.
0: Cut your damn nails. Manicure.
1: Yes, please, God. It hurts. Yeah. It hurts so
0: much. Uh, So after that rant, we're pretty much (laughs) at time. I'm (laughs) sorry. The final lesson. Cut your nails. Cut your fucking nails. (laughs) 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 So many pearls of wisdom. (laughs) Steph, do you... This is going to air in probably like a month, I feel like. Yeah. Do you have things you want to tell people or coming up or places they can... check in to find out what you're doing
1: yeah so at the end of August um, August uh, 19th is when it starts there's Blockbuster Week at Bad Dog Theatre it's all cinematic improv so I've got one of the shows that's for sure going to be there that uh, I'm part of is called Women Ruin Movies Uh, And it's if you've heard about the controversy with Ghostbusters mm-hmm. uh, and how it ruined everyone's childhood by having women play the lead characters, uh, come see this show. <laughs> We're going to ruin your favorite movie and your childhood. Uh, <laughs> Kaya Green is the director of that, and it's going to be super fun. Uh, and then Songbuster is my troupe. Uh, we do improvised musicals, and we're coming back to Bad Dog Theater, doing a monthly show the third Thursday of every month at 8 o'clock, starting in September.
0: Yes, yeah, so Bedpost had the pleasure of having Songbuster one time. Yeah, it's we fantastic. sang
1: different sex acts and what we thought they were. And <laughs> that was
0: so fucking good and funny. <laughs> you know, uh, you one and Josh of us, Murray.
1: Yeah, one of us said actual sexual things. The other person refused to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and skirted around saying anything sexual so... craftily craftily. he refused to say it so i would say graphic things and he'd go yep
0: but in song in song yeah and he'd go yep that yeah he basically was like yes that and then say nothing sexual (laughs) um do you have online places uh you would like people to tune in
1: yeah, so if you like looking at pictures of cats, uh, and probably my partner, uh, I'm on Instagram at, at Stephanie underscore Malik, Malek, M A L E K. I'm also on Twitter, but normally I just post stupid things that I'm doing uh, and make dumb
0: jokes. Great. So find me there. Steph, it's been so nice talking today. Thank, your day. You, for Thank you for coming me. in my hot, sweaty bedroom. Yeah, we got sweaty today. Yeah, well, things got sweaty. <laughs> things got real fucking sweaty here. Honestly, I'm sitting in a puddle and not because not in the fun, not sexy it. way. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much, Steph. I'll do, uh, I'll add on my outro later. Let's get out of the sweaty room. Yeah. Love you. Thank you. Love thank you, you everyone, you. for listening. Goodbye. Bye! <laughs> if you are living in Toronto and want to see the Bedpost Stage Show, we are at the last Tuesday of every month at 9 at the Super Wonder Gallery and the third Friday of every month at 8 o'clock at the Social Capital Theatre. Another big thank you to our sponsors um, Oasis Aqua Lounge com, and Unicorn Collaborators. Uh, I want to alert everyone to uh, the Sonar Network. It's the podcasting network I'm a part of. Um, They're absolutely fantastic. Go and check out all the other podcasts on the network. Um, I want to thank, if you are listening to this on uh, a podcasting platform rather than watching it. You'll be hearing original music by Stephanie Copeland. You can find mm-hmm. more about her at Steph Copelandmusic.com. She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are listening on, on a podcasting app or iTunes, if you could rate and review, that does amazing things for me and my business. Same with if you' are watching us on our YouTube channel, uh, subscribe, you know why not? Like if you like what you see, you'll get alerted to uh, when we're po- uh, po- posting podcasting i'm out of words uh <laughs> posting new videos we do it weekly uh and then uh lastly a huge thank you to everyone here at the pacific junction hotel for hosting us and also a plant media who is responsible for all the new fantastic uh audio and video contact that uh, we are creating here at the bedpost podcast thanks for listening and watching everybody <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>